why don't people reach their financial goals? It's a couple of different reasons and it's, it's nuanced, but, but in general, it's a couple of different things, right? First one is belief. Deep down, they don't, they don't believe that they can achieve the financial goals. It's, it's one thing to say that you want uh, to pay off debt or one thing to say that you want to save up money for a down payment at home or one thing to say that you want to have $100,000 uh, in your emergency fund or one thing to say that you want to invest 20% of your income or reach your retirement goals. It's another thing to like actually believe it. We say a lot of things that, you know, that we don't believe, but belief is, is the deep in your soul, you know that it's possible. And then, and you have to have that first before you reach any goal. One of my favorite books, if you want to dig really deep into that, is called Thinking Grow Rich. Uh, it goes deep into that. Uh, two, once you believe you can do it, then you have to uh, start the journey and, and review, uh, review where you are and, and, and get help. Let me, let me give an example of, of what I mean. I don't feel like I'm playing this one right. But you know, one of the things that I struggled with for a while was being a good salesperson, right? Early, you know, I've, I've never had a salary. Um, I've been selling stuff since high school. I sold vacuum cleaners and door-to-door um, -to -door, uh, uh, cable. I sold, uh, I had a house painting business in college and sold doing that. Then uh, when I graduated and became a finance major, I sold insurance and mutual funds for years before I came up fee-only investment advisor and started my own firm. Um, but um, so, I've, so I've sold for a while and, and you know, I, I learned how to um, make a living even before I considered myself a good salesperson, but I made a living because I was just really good at making phone calls and seeing people and not giving up and calling back consistently. And, you know, you do that and you look up and you sell something. But I wouldn't say I was a great salesperson until maybe, uh, three, four, five years ago when I started my firm. Um, and so the first thing I had to do was real, was, uh, I, I didn't believe I was a good salesperson for, or, or I could be a good salesperson for a long time. I had friends and other people who I met and I would say, oh man, you know, he or she is a natural, that they're a good salesperson. And I would, you know, I would think I could never do that. And I, it, it was never blatant. Like I didn't catch myself thinking that until I like really dug deep. And then I changed my mindset and like, you know what, I, if they can do it, I can do it. And then it led me down a path of um, um, saying, okay, realizing I'm not a great salesperson. And then uh, um, figuring out, okay, what I learned to begin to learn, make myself uncomfortable through learning because it exposed everything that I did not know. Um, I, I, you know, I paid for uh, seminars, got experts. Um, I, I spent a lot of money, like paying people to learn and, and got really, really good. Right? I spent, you know, more than $10,000 in my career uh, over uh, on sales training and uh, practice, 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 um, went through the, when you learn something new, it's kind of like riding a bike, right? If you, you got to fall down a few times and it's very uncomfortable learning something new. Um, but I committed to the process because I knew and I believed that I could become a good salesperson. And so then that came to fruition, right? How does this apply to finance? Once you believe that you can reach your financial goals, the next step is you got to learn about it and, um, you know, and learning, you could, you could buy books uh, you can take courses. Um, you can go to seminars. Um, you can also find a good fee only, uh, financial planner uh, that can help, um, 
teach you as you're learning those things in the context of what you need for your own plan without worrying about being sold a product. Um, um, and, and that process will uh, teach you a lot and combine your confidence uh, with the necessary expertise to help you uh, reach your goal. And then third, right, this is the part that I did not mention, when I was learning sales, I built a plan, right? I had a plan of, hey, um, this is how I'm gonna practice. Um, this is, and, and, and let's not call it a plan, let's call it a system, right? I had a system for um, how I was gonna practice, what I was gonna do, you know, I would journal what I learned, I would write and write and write, I would read and rewrite and then go practice. And so in the, when you're building your, reaching your financial goals, you need to have a system in place that's gonna keep you in track uh, with, with your goal, right? Um, and what's the difference between a system and a plan? A plan is something you write out and then you might forget about. A system is a proactive, consistent, ongoing action plan where you measure where you are versus your goals uh, and your actions towards your goals that, that would be in the plan. And you adjust as things need to be adjusted. As you learn more and get more educated or things in your life change, uh, you can adjust the system. Um, and so um, the third part of the system, so let me recap. First is belief. Second is uh, learning and finding help. Third is to build a system that propels you towards reaching your goal. Uh, a system is way better than just a plan because a plan also relies on willpower. A system puts things in place to almost kind of think of like a, um, if you've ever been in an airport and um, it's one of those big ones, I can't remember which one it was, but you can walk to the next day or there's like these things that, that take you along, kind of like a escalator on the ground where you like move really fast. Like you're walking and it's going forward and you get there faster. That's kind of like what a system does and you don't have to rely on only your uh, willpower and skill set alone. So I jabbered and gibbered a little bit, but I got the point across. I think uh, this is gonna help a lot of people. If you have friends that, if you're probably listening to this, you're probably like good with money or you're getting better with money. And so this is more of a refresher course for you. Um, can you forward this to two or three people who you think um, might find it interesting? And uh, because maybe they don't understand it and don't, you know, there's a lot of people who make a lot of money who you think they're good with money. Um, and people with money and without people who make a lot of money and make a little money are just as clueless, um, you know, on average about money. So for this is some people who you think might uh, find this interesting and useful. Um, they will really appreciate it. Uh, this is for informational and educational purposes only, not meant to be financial or investment advice. You need to seek your own counsel before making investment decisions. Investing involves risk. Um, there's no guarantee that's otherwise stated. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management, a registered investment advisory firm. Y'all enjoy your day.